everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Rinse and Spin. Today, we have a really special guest here with us, Chloe, aka Coach Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Hello. Welcome to um, Rinse and Spin. You are our first guest. I am privileged. Thank you for having me. Um, So, welcome to Rinse and Spin. We're going to um, dive in to some cool stuff with you. Let's have a little bit of, do you want to tell our listeners who you are, a little bit about you? So, as you've already heard, I am Coach Chloe on Instagram. Um, I'm a personal trainer, a competitive cheerleader, and then also have a boring nine to five, but you know, it pays the bills. Um, And yeah, I guess that's me. (laughs) Nice. So, you are from London? I am, yes. Nice. Born and bred. (laughs) Um, so, as Chloe said, she is a competitive cheerleader, and so I've been following Chloe for for a bit now, I think over a year, I don't actually know how you came up on my Instagram, but here's a story, so you used to piss me off all the time, (laughs) (laughs) because you do your, um, like, so Chloe puts, like, what's in the cup, like, there's a takeaway cup. And then she puts on a story and like, there's always like three choices, like peppermint tea, oat latte, whatever the fuck, I don't know, like some weird (laughs) ginger something and turmeric glasses and all that stuff, like hot chocolate. And like, you put that up like so much, so many times and it comes up like on my Instagram in the mornings usually. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to get this. Like, it's definitely this, it's definitely that. Never in my life. I guessed what was in your car. You haven't guessed once? I've not, not once. Do you know what? I like that you mentioned that because this is a thing of contention above against like my followers. So I've got friends that I'm quite close with that have like blocked me or actively told me that they're going to like hit me when they next see me because apparently it just causes havoc. And I Why like can't you just stick to one drink? No. Like, do you know what? Stick I've purpose- to a good latte, almond no, latte, no. I don't care. I've now decided to buy different drinks just to, just to fuck with my followers. <laughs> That's the level I've gotten to. Like Drama. sometimes I get drinks and I'm like, I know I'm not going to like this. And I can't lie. That's also my issue. Like I probably, if I, if I wanted to, I probably could get my normal drink and then lie and say it's something else. I just can't do it. So I get other things. I love this. <laughs> what, like, Instagram <laughs> drama you're causing. And I'm going to keep doing it. No, no one can stop me. Oh, no, honestly. And I was like, I got to a point where I'm like, like I message you and I'm like, fuck's sake. I never get this. It's so annoying. And you know what? Like, these things are usually really predictable. Yeah, like, if no. other people do it, like, I usually can no. guess it. And then you're just like, keep surprising us. <laughs> I was going to do one this morning. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to hold off. But tomorrow... Watch, watch this space. Imagine one day I will get it. Yeah, and I'll you will. be like, now yeah. you, I need a prize, please. <laughs> I'll send you something in the post. I'll figure <laughs> out. Well, yeah, but honestly, your your videos of you lifting, doing, you know, lifting people up sometimes, and they're spinning in the air, and, you know, just being in the gym. Like, obviously, I'm a huge fan of um, lifting, and yeah, you're just great. So I was like, who is this girl? Like, let me. Let me check out videos and everything. And then that's how it started. And then I'm just really intrigued about cheerleading. And honestly, for me, everything that you do um, in that space is just fucking amazing. Thank you. You you just stand there, lift people up. And I'm like, (laughs) 
Look at all the strength, <laughs> that power. So I want to hear. I wanted to hear more about that, and that's why I'm, I invited Chloe for the podcast. Thank because you. Because I think um, it's really interesting. Thank you. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Cool. So cheerleading. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't know a lot about cheerleading. I think most people just know cheerleading from the American movies that we've been blessed with um in our <laughs> that's a really you, positive if you're way a 90s kid like you probably like most of your childhood and teenage years so but i did a little bit of research so this is what <laughs> as in i asked chat gtp what cheerleading <laughs> is so according to the internet this is what cheerleading is cheerleading is a dynamic and competitive sport like <laughs> sorry yeah we, we've literally <laughs> got someone that can you know i do agree i do agree um, that combines elements of dance, gymnastics, and stunting to entertain and motivate audiences while supporting athletic teams. So that's one side of it. Um, cheerleaders are often referred to as cheer squads, cheer teams, uh, perform intricate routines filled with synchronized movements, jumps, and tumbling passes. The, the sport has evolved significantly from its early roots in the um, 19th century, when it was primarily a sideline activity to support sports teams. Modern cheerleading can be categorized into two main types, sideline cheerleading and competitive cheerleading, which is what Chloe does. Um, sideline cheerleaders cheer during games and events, which is what you can see in America, usually, <laughs> I think. It's not really a thing in Europe. No. Um, but competitive cheerleading has grown in pop popularity and complexity with teams competing on regional, national, and even international levels. Cheerleaders demonstrate exceptional teamwork. <laughs> check. Um, coordination. <laughs> check. Ath athleticism. Yes. You check. Got check. And they often spend countless hours practicing. Check. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Guidelines and safety measures in place to prevent injuries especially during stunts and tumbling seekers. That was a boring intro. Um, so now we're all on the same page about <laughs> what cheerleading actually is. Yes. So we're not um, thinking about the stereotypes too much. So according to that, what is cheerleading to you? So cheerleading started off for me, I'll say it like as a hobby and something that I was like, oh, this looks interesting. So actually I started cheerleading when I was at university and I'd wanted to start, I wanted, I'd wanted to join a gymnastics team. And then I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm quite ready for that side of life again. So I'd done gymnastics when I was younger. And I thought that's what I wanted to do is like, you know, your extracurricular when you're at uni. Um, and then I saw the cheerleading team at like my freshers week and they had their little stall and they had their bows and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm quite an expressive person. Thank you. <laughs> and I quite like... I guess you would say like stereotypically like girly things most of the time. And I was like, oh, this looks fun. You know, really underestimating. I think which part looked fun? All of it. Like they were literally there in their uniform, <clears throat> in their uniforms with their bows and like glitter and like makeup and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. And similar to like what you explained, I'd only ever really seen cheer in movies, you know? So I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, this looks fun. I'll give it a go. And I literally joined the cheer team and I was like, what? Like, we're throwing people in the air? We're holding people in the air? What a vibe. Loved it. And then literally from then, I've just been trying to get as much cheer so, in my so life as possible. So you walked in the first session 
And you, were you almost like, shat myself? I was like, this were you is... like Isa, who's gonna throw me, or were you like, oh, I'm no, throwing people? Like, I'm throwing people. Like people look at me, and sometimes, well, most of the time, they assume that I'm the flyer, so the person that's in the air, because yeah. I'm not particularly tall. Oh, you have to be tall to be the flyer. No, so you, so you're usually taller if you're the base most of the time, um, and they see see like my size and stature, and they just assume. I'm going to be a flyer. And I was like, absolutely not a chance in hell. Oh, I see. And they were like, yeah, I've tried a couple, to be fair, I do quite enjoy it. Like I've flown a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, I got it. Bang, bang. But I really How does like, it feel? Terrifying. I bet. Terrifying. But it was good for me to like fly a couple of times to see like what my flyers felt when I was holding them. But I love being on the floor. I'm a ground body on the floor, having a great time. So. It's a lot of res- it's a lot of responsibility. Isn't oh yeah, it? oh yeah, it's terrifying. Like when I first walked in, I knew that I didn't particularly want to be in the air, um, so that was great. And I was a base and have been a base basically my whole time, apart from like the odd occasion where I might need to support something or brace something, yeah. and then maybe I'm in the air. But I'm like, <laughs> put me down as soon as possible, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I walked into my first session. They talked through like what that cheer team were doing, that university cheer team, found out that you do competitions, found out that practice was actually very serious. Like for me coming in as someone who hadn't done competitive cheer before, I'd already had my preconceptions and I'm so happy that I took part in it so that I can see it's freaking tough. Like mm, it's bet. so demanding. And it, like you said, it mixes so many elements of other sports. And then you have to bring in all those aspects. I mean, if you're a tumbling team, then you have to do the tumbles as well. But luckily there's no t- there's non-tumbling teams that don't have to do tumbling or gymnastics passes in the routine. But it's crazy. And I was literally going to those practices and I was like, oh, <laughs> you know? And then <laughs> we'd like practice to go to competitions and then you see a different side of it because you have to learn choreography. You have to make sure you can actually hit those stunts because that's what you're being marked and judged against. And then you just see everything come together and you're like, this is awesome. Like, I don't think there's very much that can compare to it. Yeah. But yeah, so. No, that's amazing. <laughs> um, so how does cheerleading in real life differ from the movies that we all grew up seeing? I, I would say it differs in like the level of, commitment and maybe the athleticism like I feel like in movies they really don't show how much goes into it it's very oh I'm just doing this as an accessory to to school or like an extracurricular school which obviously it can be for some people but I don't think people understand how much commitment and how much work and additional stuff has to go into it so that's something that I've really noticed um and also like how driven people are yeah because i a lot of people don't, and it wasn't classed as a sport for a very long time. It's only in the past like year and a half, two years that it's been like, this is actually a sport. Past year and a half? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, this has actually been categorized as a sport before. It was just kind of like what a recreational. What the fuck did you think it was yeah. before? It's just like a recreational well, thing. That spinning people... in the air yeah. for fun. Yeah. Oh, I hate this. You yeah. know what? They, they do this with like, they did this with skateboarding, like skateboarding yeah. only um, sort of became like an Olympic sport, like not that long ago. It was, wasn't it the last Olympics was the yeah, first time that exactly. I, I know that I saw it. 
Because I was watching it and I was like, shut up. They've got skateboarding. I was like, amazing. Yeah. But yeah. So cheerleading wasn't even... Class as a sport. Well, they, they just think that, you know, it's just like a silly dancing around, jumping around. Yeah, basically. Well, That's like so crazy. This this just shows how little people know. Like, you know, from for, for me, when I, when I was seeing these sort of American movies, you know, when I was teenager, mm. what really... It was kind of like, it's like the hot girl. It's like always like... You know, in the high school. Like the queen the, bee yeah, type the vibe. The queen bee yeah. would be like the hottest girl in the cheerleading team. And that would be the girlfriend of the hottest guy in the football team. And that's sort of what, you know, it was like, oh, like skinny girls in like tiny skirts, you know, just had little pom-poms and just like jump around and throw each other in the air. But, you know, like when you see those kind of movies from the early 2000s, like they don't have any muscle in them. No. Like, when you see like those girls, like there's they're a very, just not There's really a very muscular. particular type of build yeah. with those like stereotypical movie cheerleaders yeah, exactly. and it's, it's like, completely so sp- different like there's no way you can like sp- like spin in the air like throw someone in the air with- without any hamstrings like i'm sorry like, yeah. you need you need stability yeah hamstring shot just anything everything just in general yeah no it's crazy yeah. and the thing that i also really like with cheer is it's super inclusive like you'll see people genuinely all shapes and sizes okay doing cheer like i think most of my cheer teams that I've been on, my fly has been taller than me. Yeah. Which seems a bit crazy, but, you know, it's cool. I, I've i not really thought about it until people are like, oh, she's like all leg. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, so, she should <laughs> be. Know? And then like the back spots, so I guess I should tell you the position. So yeah, yeah. Tell us the position. There's usually two bases. And then there'll be a back spot, so the person like at the back of the stunt, and they, nine times out of ten, are taller than the bases, just because they have to reach up the highest. Um, And then you have a flyer. Okay. But as you go up the levels, sometimes you might lose a base, so they'll just be a single base, and then maybe someone who's a bit taller, who might also base, but also be the back spot. Um, And then sometimes you have just partner stunts so that's one base one flyer that's it so you need to be freaking strong to do cheer yeah like it's 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 amazing like when I see the higher levels doing stuff and especially with partner stunts so just the base and the flyer I'm there in awe I'm like you've literally flipped her she's done maybe like a flip or two flips and she's up in the air and then you've just caught her on your hands like I guess the the most you can compare it to would be like acrobatics or like yeah. artistic gymnastics sometimes, but it's crazy. So that's two people. One is on the floor, on the floor, holding the person up yep. who's spinning in the air. Yeah. Wow. They could be spinning. They could that's be mad. doing like a heel stretch. So where like you're holding one leg up in front of you and then you like switch and you do what's called a stretch to stretch. So you'll go from holding one leg, flick it down, hold the other leg and catch it. And the person on the bottom is like, spotting for your feet to make sure they catch your feet give you a strong platform and sometimes they don't have your whole foot like if I show you my really ugly trainers like when you're when you're a single base you'll only have like maybe the heel and the middle of the foot and that's as much as the person in the air has as like stability oh my god that's like imagine (laughs) standing on um, a tennis ball I guess yes it's it's crazy so and and I guess for the person in the air that means they have to balance. Yes. Yeah. They have to balance. They have to hold their body tight. They have to hit certain positions because sometimes you have to hit a certain stretch to actually hit the minimum marks for judging. So, you, yeah, you could just be standing in the air, but 
you're not going to score any points. <laughs> like you need to then do the rest of the stunts and the routine to get any marks to actually be a worthwhile competitor. Wow. So it's, it's crazy. <laughs> We can barely walk. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll try and do like a stretch to stretch on the floor just for the fun of it. <laughs> like I'll roll my ankle or I'll like fall over and I'm like, yeah, no, this definitely isn't for me. <laughs> you know, I'm like, nah. But... So, so you said it's a diverse community. Definitely. In terms of how diverse it is in terms of, um, is it LGBTQIA friendly? Um, are there many people of colour who do um, cheerleading? What's your experience? So... I guess stereotypically people usually assume that it's queer men or people that present as he, him that usually join cheer teams. But I've actually seen that, I mean, with the first couple of teams I was with, so my first university team was all girls just because that's what it was. Mm -hmm. um, but they were opening up to having he, him or masculine identifying persons on the team. Yeah. Um, and then with the te first team I was with in London, they, they there were a couple of males on the team um, who just happened to be queer. But I think depending on the teams you're with, it's now moving more to, especially actually I'd say maybe with like more international teams and I'm seeing it a lot more with UK teams that the masculine presenting people aren't necessarily within the LGBTQ plus umbrella which is great to see because then it opens it up to people that maybe already have a preconception of the type of people that take part in it. Yeah. And like I was saying before, it is really athletic. Like it pulls on so many different aspects of different types of training styles or like different skills that someone who's amazing at gymnastics and is a guy and then stops gymnastics and is like, oh, there's something I'd really like to do to still have like some aspects of yeah. that in my life will actually think, oh, actually, there's other people who look like me or present like me. And, oh, it's not as weird as maybe I thought it was to join. So it's nice to see that happening. Um, and then there's also quite a few, like, adaptive cheer teams. So people with mobility issues who might be in, like, wheelchairs, people okay. with different, like, mental health, maybe, or physical, non-physical disabilities are able to take part in cheerleading so I had a That's friend really on exciting. yeah I had a friend on my cheer team last year who was with team England's adaptive abilities team so they had people on their team who were in wheelchairs that were basing people just along the whole spectrum of like mobility and like both physical and mental abilities that were taking part and competing internationally and like when I saw them on the stage like I did it did bring a tear to my eye because I was like it's fucking great that you it's opening like obviously it's slow unfortunately mm -hmm. but it's opening up to being inclusive for as many people as possible yeah and I just love it so oh no great. that's that's really great yeah. I mean I guess like these are I guess from from especially from the movies like you only really see white skinny blonde girls cheerlead in those movies so I guess it's really great to hear that you know that sort of stereotype differs from yeah. real life yeah um, I mean, I would say there's definitely not as many people of colour, but I think it's also... How how do I go about saying this? Um, <laughs> I think maybe there's not necessarily as much representation. So people 
similar to like masculine presenting people, when you don't see it, you don't think it's possible yeah, for you to do. Exactly. And exactly. it's not that... Um, it's not that there's any difference in their ability it's just if you don't see it you might feel wary about going to try and take part or you might just be like oh I'm a bit like oh I'm not sure if they'll be accepting of me or if I'll make friends because nine times out of ten you want to see people like you in places and spaces and I mean sometimes it takes a very different person to step into a space and just be like fuck it oh can I swear yes you can (laughs) you can (laughs) to be like I think I sworn earlier and I didn't even notice, but um, to be like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to go there regardless. Like, I'm going to be in this space and not care. Yeah. But like for me, when I joined my university cheer team, I think it was me and maybe two other black girls okay. on like a squad of 30, which is crazy when I think about it. But that's more the norm of what I've seen anyway. And I just think it's there's not much representation. So people aren't aware that it's an option or yeah. maybe accessibility because cheer is not cheap oh is it it's not, not cheap well, at so, all like how do you you have to pay to go to train yeah so you pay like a monthly membership which might go towards like them renting a space or mm. paying the coaches like using facilities you then pay uh fees to enter competitions you then have to pay for your uniform you have to pay for travel to those competitions oh, okay. and like if sense. they're not close to where you live you probably have to stay overnight you're then paying for food drink god knows what like whilst you're out there like it's it's not cheap in Mm. the slightest so it like there's there's quite a few barriers to entry but I mean obviously that's That's apparent with a lot of sports and a lot of things in general but I think where people don't necessarily take it seriously to begin with like if someone was to turn around to you and be like I want to play football. They already know that it's probably going to be quite expensive to play. Yeah. You know, but where people don't see cheer as a serious sport or like, oh, you're most people like when I say I'm a competitive cheerleader, they're like, oh, my God, can you bring your pom poms in? I'm like, <laughs> I've, I've never touched pom poms. <laughs> I've never touched them. Like, no, ew, what the fuck is that? You know, that, no. so there's already I that think, concept. Preconception. I think even. Even in the sideline cheering, they don't really use pom-poms that much. Yeah, so some teams do, some teams don't. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, it, I guess it depends on the team. It just depends. Like, it, there's so many things that are so different to yeah. what's shown in movies. So, you know, that side of it. So I've, I've been... Luckily, every team I've been on, there's been people of colour. Um, and the team I'm on at the moment is probably the most diverse in terms of, like, race and ethnicity, which is great um and shout out blackout evolution cheer yeah i will i told them that i'd send the i'd send the the episode when it's out um but yeah no they're definitely the most diverse team that i've been on shout out yeah shout out and all the other the other teams i've been on have been fantastic but just in terms of like seeing others that aren't the normal Mm. um it's just great to be a part of that so yeah (laughs) so um biggest fail failure in in cheerleading so far have you ever dropped someone oh absolutely without a shadow of a doubt yeah you just said that so easily yeah sure i'm not even gonna do it yeah okay so walk us through what happens when you drop someone uh (laughs) 
you get like overcome. Try not to enjoy it too much. Because no, they're going to no, be like, never. Yeah, she's enjoying, like, dropping people on the floor. No, no, I really don't. Like, I'm filled with the most dread. And the thing is as well, I think a couple of the times I've dropped people have been from like really simple stunts. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. I'm like, I should just stop cheer. Like, I should just walk <laughs> away now. I should just be like, do you know what? Thanks guys. I'm done. Thank you so much. But so with the team I'm with at the moment, if a flyer is to drop, regardless of if it's their own fault or the base's fault, whatever, the whole team has to do 10 push-ups. Oh, and it, it accumulates. So let's say a person drops in the first five minutes, you do 10. If another person drops 10 minutes later, you do 20. And it keeps going up by 10. So it gets you into the headspace of, one, I'm going to try and save this stunt regardless. And two, I, you know, because I don't want to do more push-ups. I kind of like that's a team thing. Yeah. Because yeah, it is a team sport. You can't, you can't do it alone. Yeah. If I could throw myself in the air, I'm sure <laughs> I would. You know? But you can't. So it's really nice to see that side of it. Like when I first joined and they were like, if any flyers drop, it's 10 press-ups. I was like, lol, you're so funny. And then it happened. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> you're <laughs> serious. <laughs> and then it literally, straight away, you're like, I'm not dropping anyone. But the times that I have dropped people, it's like... I'm overcome with all this guilt. I'm like, f- you start second guessing yourself. You're like, but I don't, I don't necessarily think I did something crazy wrong. And some, like sometimes it is just a freak accident. Like something doesn't go up or like your hands are sweaty. So the foot like might slip a bit or you don't get like a good enough grip. And honest to God, it, as soon as it starts falling, like it, everything goes in slow motion and you're like scrambling to try and stop the flyer from like, hitting the floor and there's a big thing where you have to let go of their feet but sometimes like you're holding the foot and you either it happens really slowly or it happens really quickly and by the time they're on the floor you're still holding the foot and the coach is looking at you like what the fuck like you you could have let go of the foot to like catch their body and I'm like I honestly couldn't tell you how this happened but the person's fallen and like there's so much guilt and it's terrifying as well. Are they mad at you? Sometimes they can be. Like, if it was They're something... Like fuck say. Yeah, like, if it's something really simple, I would expect them to be mad at me because I'm mad at myself as well. I'm like, how, how did I let that happen? Um, but it's terrifying because that's a person. Like, you could... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, you could literally affect their whole... Not necessarily... Not even just their cheer life. Like, their whole life from having dropped them. And, like, when you're... There's a, a, a stunt or just a section where it's called extension. So the flyer is completely above your head, like your arms are locked out. If they, I mean, I know I'm not tall. Okay, I get it. <laughs> but if they fall from that height, do you know what I mean? It's, Fuck. It's pretty high. You know, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's high. really high, yeah. And they could fall fo- forward. They could fall side to side. They could fall backwards. I mean, luckily most times you have a back spot, but the back spot's then taking the whole weight of a person. Oh my God. Falling Maybe like back spots are probably the most prone to like broken noses and like <laughs> facial injuries. Like one of my back spots last season, <laughs> she she broke her nose like five times in one cheer season. Oh and my god! And cheer season is like what eight nine months? And like she, the amount of five bruises, times. yeah, the amount of bruises and stuff that you get. She was saying once that. She went into work one day and one of her managers was like... This is a dangerous sport, guys. One of her managers thought she was lying about... Like, didn't understand how athletic and dangerous cheerleading was. So she had, like, all these bruises. And he was like, are you in, like, a domestic situation? Like, do I need to... (laughs) 
like pulling like safeguarding measures and she was like no this is genuinely cheerleading and he thought she was lying so like that's how oh much you God. could get injured from the sport. so like you're watching the flyer come down and like if they land on their front they could hurt their face if they land on their back they'll be winded they could it's fucking crazy wow fucking um, crazy you said concussions is a really really common thing oh yeah because let's say i've got my flyer and i'm about to take her from prep so prep is like at your chest to above the head and let's say it's not stable when it goes up and she just like slips through she could hit my head or as the flyer she could come down she could hit her head she could fall on god like she could come down her leg could just go you know and like i broke my nose earlier in the year <laughs> from a flyer coming down and like getting an elbow how to the nose how does it feel to break your nose it wasn't that bad Honestly, okay. it wasn't that bad. So it happened, the flyer came down, elbow to the nose. I'll show you the video after. Like, you hear the crack. Oh, my oh, you hear, God. No. You hear the crack. Oh like, she comes God. straight through. It's just... <laughs> it was like one of the few times that I was fe- uh, filming. Sorry. <laughs> Don't break it. <laughs> Don't break it. Um, yeah, elbow to the nose, nose, crick, crick. And oh I, my God. I was like, oh, so my eyes watered a bit. But at that point, I didn't know my nose was broken. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to take a second. And then I went to my coach and I was like, oh, can I just get an ice pack? Like I got an elbow to the nose. And he looked at me and he was like, no. And I was like, what do you mean? No. And he's like, have you, have you not seen your face? And I was like, what the fuck are you on about? He's like, Chloe, go and look in the mirror. And so I went to look in the mirror and my nose was literally like, <laughs> I was like, oh. And he was like, so you're going to go to A&E? And I was like, oh. I love the way you were like, yeah, guys, let's yeah. go again. I was like, know, let's go again. I was like, court. I'm just going to get an ice pack. And then he was like, absolutely not. Oh my God. So I went to A&E and then like a few weeks later I had surgery to like get it back in place. But Shit. Well, your nose looks pretty good. Thanks. Good Thanks. Good old NHS doing oh, what it needs shout to. Out. <laughs> shout out. the NHS. But yeah, it was, yeah. Concussions, oh, face. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. What safety made? What, what do you do? Is there anything? So like... with quite a few like cheer teams, especially the one I'm on now, you do... They do like safety drills in like your first couple of sessions so that if you don't think a stunt is stable in the air, you'll collectively or anyone in the stunt can say pull and you just bring the flyer like down to like either gut level or to the floor to make sure that they come down safely and before it can get any more dangerous. So quite a few cheer teams do something similar or you'll have spotters. So let's say we're at practice and there's like five of us stunt groups going maybe we'll, or six stunt groups, we'll like pair up so two stunt groups together so that the people that aren't stunting at the time will be extra spotters so that they can be extra eyes. Because obviously you're, con- yes, you're concentrating on your flyer, but you can't see if maybe her hip is slightly out of place and she might oh, okay. tilt one way or sometimes you feel it, but in the moment you're probably going for a skill and you're not paying that much attention on the odd occasion. And so just having those extra people there to spot it so that if, they are falling forward or falling backwards. They can be there to like, oh, they can be there to like catch them yeah. and make sure that they don't smash the ground, <laughs> you know? So like nice. definitely there are safety measures in place yeah. and it is good and it puts your mind at ease as well. Yeah. Um, so before we just, uh, before we wrap up, just one more question. Mm-hmm. What um, advice would you give someone who is, who like watches you on your Insta? <laughs> 
<laughs> dropping, not dropping people, but like yeah. spinning people in the air and like, yeah, cool, I want to do that. Um, where should they, where should they go? What, what should they do? So, what advice if they're already like in it and they're beginners and they want to take it more seriously? So I would say definitely go along to. So a lot of cheer teams do like bring a friend to cheer. So I think my ones, I want to say end of September and we'll double check that um so I could just bring you along and be yeah. like come and see what it is that I do because maybe you don't know yeah to the extent of our training and they'll take you through like a training session so that you can get a feel of what it is that we do um or go to like tryouts and sometimes places have open gyms but usually with the open gyms they're usually for people that have done cheer already and just want to get some extra practice in outside of training um so I would probably say going to like tryouts or going to like bring a friend to cheer type things are a really good way to get into it. And I'd say for beginners, listen to your coaches. Like <laughs> they're coaches for a reason. They know what they're talking about. Um, and try and get as much practice in as you can because practice makes improvement. I won't say makes perfect because God knows you could be hitting something consistently during every training session and then you get to the competition floor and a fluke and suddenly it doesn't go up or it mm. comes down and you're like, Ooh, what the fuck? You know, you're <laughs> like, this is this yeah. is not what I was expecting. So I would just say, keep going at it. Like always want to improve and do better. And then just listen to those coaches and get that extra practice in. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you so much for um, taking us through um, this journey. I feel like I've learned a lot. Oh. Um, really great insight. Happy to have I definitely shared. do, do want to go and, and see... Oh my god, will you come along? Yeah, I'll come. I'll, I you don't, can all come along. We're not going <laughs> to spin in the air, but we'll... Why not? <laughs> For so many reasons. For <laughs> so many reasons. I mean, you know, free nose jobs. There you go. Do you know what there I mean? There you go. You this is like, how we're going to get more people into cheering. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, thank you so much for... Um, really valuable insight. And good luck with everything. want to see you I'll there, be posting successful. more... More content, yeah, definitely. more fun vibes. Maybe I'll post like some fails and blue. Yeah, and I mean, stuff. people love seeing that. Yeah, they probably would. They'd be like, oh, <laughs> people are like so up for it, like <laughs> to see people fall. And be like, Oof. yeah, let's yeah. do that. But yeah, well, <laughs> shout out, Coach Chloe, everyone. Thank you. Um, yeah, that was today's episode. Make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and all of the other socials. We're going to put Chloe's socials and Chloe's cheerleading squad socials in the description as well. So you guys can go check out all the amazing stuff that she does. Uh, and then we'll, we'll see you back here for another episode of Rinse and Spin. Bye. Bye. Bye.